welcome everyone. Thank you for listening to the Think Generational Podcast. And I am your host, Amir Estimo. And today we have a guest by the name of Dan Hugh, who I will come on to the podcast and be able to share his experience and we have conversation about generational wealth. Just to give you a little insight about Denny, he's a music executive, entrepreneur, author, and real estate proprietor. He is, he comes with 30 years of experience. He has helped shape the sound and the culture of music worldwide, having been instrumental in delivering radio hits for superstar artists such as Jay-Z, Rihanna, Kanye West, Travis Scott, Future, and DJ Khaled, and 21 Savage. He has also won the Power Influence Awards, which Urban One honors, 2019 Power of Influencing Awards, Record Executive of the Year, 2018 Urban One Honors Award, Record Executive of the Year, and 2017 Variety Music Hitmaker. He currently serves as CEO at Diverse Media in a full-service global music distribution and publishing company. Everyone, welcome Benny Pugh. How you doing, Benny? I'm fantastic, Amir. How about yourself? I'm doing great, above above ground, so that's always a good thing. Man, listen, um, that can't be the starting point. <laughs> you know, being above ground is, you know, I, I hear that a lot, and I, and I think that, um, you know, obviously, to be amongst the living is, an, is, a, is a reward. But also realizing, you know, you you wake you woke up in the clouds, right? Your mind is ascended, and you're higher than where you were the day before, and that's what's important on when you wake up. It's not just enough waking up, getting up, but it's also about having your mind all the way in position to get what's best for you. So, by you saying that, you talk about your mind. Like, what what do you? What's a typical start day for you? How do you usually start your day? I start my day um, in prayer. You know, I'm I'm thankful for I'm a, I'm a I'm a, I'm a Christian, so um, for me it's really important uh, for me to exercise my faith, which is no different than you know people get up and they go to the gym. You know, students they get up and they study. You know, um, people before they get to work they get their self organized, and you know, for me organizing my day is going to start with my commitment to 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 my God and also to myself and getting myself ordered. Um, and how I'm going to proceed to make sure that I'm strong during the course of the day from not only just a spiritual perspective, but mental as well. Oh, good, good. Okay. So, Benny, tell, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell us the audience a little bit about yourself. Oh, wow. Um, where do I start? So, <clears throat> I'm a tenured music um, executive. I've been in the music business for over three decades. I've been a part of, you know, um, uh, history of, of some of the uh, world's greatest artists. Uh, started my career at Motown Records um, back in, in the 90s and um, finished my career at um, Rock Nation Music, where I decided at that point uh, it was time for me to step out on my own and create uh, my own company, Diverse Media which as you mentioned is a full-fledged distribution company, as well as we have our own repertoire. Uh, First artist signed to my label is Paris Gatlin, who will be released in 2022. Um, Also, I'm an author. I have a book 
called On Impact that's going to be released in 2022 as well. Um, Impact is an acronym, stands for intuition, mastery, pivot, authenticity, connections, and teamwork. And uh, the book was was generated um, from a near-death car accident on which I hit a tree at 90 miles an hour. And out of that accident came, um, which was birth the book on impact, which, you know, literatively and figuratively talked about my life hitting the tree. Uh, but it's an it's an inspirational, motivational business book that takes you through my journey, though, from 11 years old delivering newspapers to now at this point in my life within undercurrent of music, but also a lot of practices and experiences that I've gone through in business as a whole, um, creating and generating uh, uh, a real estate portfolio, um, being in the music business and um, ascending in, in the, the ranks of that, um, as well as now at this point, um, becoming an author. Have you, you mentioned 11, have you, is that when you discovered your entrepreneurial spirit or at what age would you say you discovered that? Uh, 11 years old was when I realized that, you know, what the value of, of the dollar and what it means, uh, what it means um, in every aspect of life. Um, I actually fell into the opportunity um, in, in getting that paper route, which came out of another circumstance um, uh, that led me into uh, pursuing it. Every summer, my parents would have us go to South Carolina and uh, spend with our grandparents. Um, and doing that, uh, being a city kid, it's a different way of life. Right. And what you realize are different values in the city and the different values that come living um, on a farm. And what yeah. my parents wanted to do is make sure we had a, a well-rounded perspective of life, not just, you know, the lopsided one way or the other. So we spent two months um, every year up until that point of 11 years old feeding pigs, um, horses, um, picking peas, picking pears, picking pecans you know, all the things that come along with farm living and it and gave me a balance, a different perspective of, you know, work and the what 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 comes out of the work and the rewards that come with it. You know, obviously, um, my grandparents, what uh, their lifestyle is in having farms, people lived off of the farm. So what was in season, we ate, obviously. Um, and, uh and that was uh, an eye-opening experience for me, learning how harvest works, right? How, learning how the family comes together and, and making sure that, um, you know, the fields are tended to as well as, um, you know, they're, they're harvested. But what I realized as I got older, <laughs> older, um, farm life wasn't for me. So <laughs> I decided, um, to get that paper route. And uh, the only way that I couldn't go down south was having a conversation with my dad and tell him, hey, listen, if I give up my route uh, for the summer, I won't have this opportunity when I come back. And he understanding that, um, you know, at that point decided that, you know, I've had enough and, uh, you know, it's time for you to be serious about, you know, your finances and your life. And, it was an eye-opening experience uh, delivering newspapers because at this stage and age, um, 
the the action of that is no longer available for children, mm-hmm. which was valuable. Like people just think delivering newspapers was simple, but just think about it. Eleven years old, you're dealing with your product because your product is your paper. Right. right? Um, you have to collect because you've been advanced the product, and you have to pay somebody at the end for what you've taken in from them. Um, you have to think about it, you know, just because you deliver a hundred papers doesn't mean everybody's going to pay you on the day that's designated. So you have to figure out the finances on how you're going to maintain your business and also how you're going to um, deal with, you know, deadbeat and shifty adults that want your, who have already taken the product, but now don't want to, um, you know, pay you for what you've already delivered to them. So the negotiation aspects and the business of it and the interaction and dealing um, gave me the foundation of, of uh, what business was going to be, what business was and then would be in the future. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> just from, just from, and, and to think about that these days, I don't even think we that's even relevant anymore, the whole paper route thing. So, well, it is just adults do it. It's an adult, it's an adult job now. Even oh, if you yes, think yes. about, even if you think about, and this is, you know, obviously the kids now are so much smarter technologically right. than um, the past generations, but you know, everything is relative. And you can say the kids are so advanced and they're so smart, but guess what? 40 years ago, we put somebody on the moon. So those people weren't smart. <laughs> right? Like, so, right. So it's all relative for the time. And there are different things, uh, technologies that are afforded to, you know, the generations that are in you know, the current state. So it doesn't make one more better than the other. It just means it's relative to you in your lifespan of, 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 of what you live. So, you know, the value of those, thinking opportunities, touch and feel um, have gone away, but they are now um, functions for adults, you know, like kids won't learn um, to be able to do certain tasks that might help evolve them socially more so than just everything being created digitally in business. Yeah, that's that's interesting that you said that. That's a great point there. <laughs> now, as the your time in the music industry, so you talked about the technology. So how how are you able to adapt with the change um, in, in technology? Because we know music now, and then as you were you know continuing um, music back then and now is not the same. So how were you know how were you able to navigate with all the changes in the music industry? Well, the music, music is music. It's the product, right? Um, actually, uh, how it's consumed is, is really what's changed. And being able to, you know, transcend over the last three decades, I've seen it from, you know, just a physical aspect to a digital aspect. Right. And, and you have to, you know, change with the times and morph into what matters in order to be consistent and relevant um, in any business, right? You can't be the person that just says, the way it was, we don't do it like we used to. Those people will never make it, you won't survive. Um, So it's it's just really important to be ahead 
and definitely be current um, of any business that you're in. Yeah, good. Okay, okay. Now let's talk a little bit about your media company. So you say expand on as far as you know the full service global music used to be. Like that's uh, I just want to know a little bit more about you know as far as is as any other like maybe services that you guys offer or like uh, just you know just get a little bit more information. So think about it this way: as w- I'm an independent record company. So if you think about what a record company does from you, for you, um, uh, A&R, if, uh, discovering and making records, promotions, taking it um, to the radio stations, publicity, you know, uh, making sure it's visi- visible um, through all the trades, television, um, pitching and getting uh, artist opportunity, uh, opportunities in the, in the media space. Um, and also, you know, the financial aspect of, um, making sure that, you know, your monetization and the commerce end of things are being managed. Um, I do that from an independence standpoint. So I'm not one of the big companies, but here you have an opportunity to have dialogue and conversation with the CEO and help craft your career what's best for you at your pace. So I'm very selective on the artists that I bring into my company per se, but also too, I'll give you an opportunity um, to upload you to all the DSPs and, and um, you know, have a consultation um, for a fee, of course, um, okay. provided by or service. When you say DSP, can you, what, what does that stand for? Uh, uh, direct to... Um, Digital service, the digital service plantation um, platform. Okay, okay, all right. And um, now going back to your experience. So we talked. You mentioned about being the paper route experience. Do you do you feel that experience? Did you uh, did you ever you attended college, right? Did you go to um, college? St. John's University, yes. St. John's University. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say as far as did you think your time there helped as far as that experience at St. John versus your experience as, you know, an 11-year-old being an entrepreneur? Um, do you think that, because one thing I always, me and my friend of mine, we always discuss, we always talk about going to college and not going to college. And I'm now having that same discussion with my um, daughter too. What would you say, would you say that college actually helps you gain that experience where you are as far as now being an entrepreneur? Every aspect of learning is important. Um, the vehicle on how you learn may differ from one person to another. Um, you know, there are people who are um, in, my, in my business who have risen to the highest level and done some amazing work. They've never attended college. There are people who have very significant doctoral degrees that um, may uh, be a senior exec or just a mid-level executive. But ideally, you can't say what's good or bad for someone um, from, from that perspective. It's a matter of what you feel is best for you to accomplish. Uh, college opens a lot of doors. Um, and, and why does it? I mean, it's discipline. You know, yeah. it's regiment. It's, it's higher learning. Like You want to continue learning. But it's not the only source of learning um, in this modern era or what's required. But at some point, uh, I think that everyone um, who's serious about 
um, their craft will seek additional um, avenues of being educated in, in their field. So, you know, it might be technical, um, you know, obviously it might be uh, uh, some type of certified program or it might be college itself, but what's important is what's best for you on attaining your goals. Awesome. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> now, let's see. So as far as you, um, when it, you mentioned the, uh, you mentioned the, uh, the paper route, and then now we talk about college. Now, just to ask you a question, do you have a team? Cause you mentioned you're an independent contractor or a country contributor, sorry. Um, do you have a team that helps you uh, with your day-to-day? -day? And if so, um, how important is it to really have that team, when, especially when you're growing a business? Of course, team is, team is everything in anything you do. Um, having, uh, not being relied on to do everything yourself as some kind of superhero um, makes, makes it easier for a CEO um, to have time to think and broaden the scope of the company and look at things from a bird's eye perspective and move it forward. Uh, I, yes, I do have a team that I work with, um, people that uh, work for my company. Um, and it's, it's, it's very rewarding every day to know that, you know, everything isn't relying on me, but everything is relying on me. But uh, it's, it's good that you can, you know, throw the ball or hand the ball off and someone's going to score as well. Uh, what's your vision, you know, for your company in the next five years? Oh, I want to definitely be one of, um, you know, the biggest independent labels um, in the space. You know, ideally, if 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 I had to pattern um, uh, my myself after an independent label would be cash money. Like mm. they've had decades of success. You know, they've did incredibly smart business. Um, they've signed major, major legacy acts. And, um, you know, they do a great job in, in regards to keeping their brand in the forefront. So from an independent perspective of today, because there's not many labels, right? If you think generationally that have lasted as long as cash money um, at, at the level of, of exposure and and uh, rewards and finance that they've they've garnered and generated over the years. Now you mentioned generational wealth, which is the theme of the platform. What what is like? What's your thoughts on when it comes to generational wealth? So, you know, I think that's um, it's more language than it is uh, for us. Like I hear a lot of people stating it and it's the right thing to think about generational wealth, right? But I think what's important is having a, a, a blueprint to happiness, right? Um, because ideally, when if, if your life is only garnered and generated around how much money you're gonna make as opposed to how much you're gonna give, then you may look at your life as a failure. If, if you don't take the time to think about what wealth really means to you as an individual, you're always chasing something, right? Wealth to me is, is, is health and happiness. 
and um, you know, having uh, uh, companionship and conversations, right? And being able to, um, you know what? You know, go to the refrigerator, open it up and food is there and I'm not stressed, turn on the light switch and the electricity comes on, right? All of that is wealth, knowing that my kids are satisfied, right? And their journey, that they'll be uh, safe and protected um, as, as they figure out who they will be, um, knowing that my friends, you know what, can call me and ask me, like, you know what, um, questions on how do I figure this out or how do I figure that out or what's your opinion on this? All of that is, is wealth. Now, when you get into the, the uh, economic end of, of things, there are things that when we talk about wealth, what is going to get you wealth, right? Obviously a plan. <laughs> is probably the first thing. And when do you activate the plan is, is the second thing. In, in any state, you figure out um, what's going to be the best method of me putting myself in a position to one, advance. And in my absence, how does my family advance? Because wealth, right, generational wealth is not just you. It's the people there after you. Right, right. Right. And how you set that up in order for them to benefit from what you've done and that they're disciplined and educated enough to take your framework and move it forward and now discipline their kids to move it forward. And there lies how you get there. And, you know, there are probably a couple of key components. I think most people, what they don't think about, how are you going to get wealthy if you don't hit crypto, if you don't um, find a you know, a penny stock, right? Yeah. Um, how does it happen for you if you just go into work every day? So when you talk about generational wealth, you know, there's a lot of planning that comes in. And probably the first thing, I think, if you look at what's the up, upside for, for everyday people to have an opportunity to move their family forward, right? Simple, might be morbid, but it's real. Right. Health insurance, life insurance, right? Most people can afford it. On their jobs, it's, it's cheaper to take a, a life insurance policy than it is going in the open market. Um, if you can't afford a whole life uh, insurance policy, definitely have term life. If you're in your 20s, it's cheap, right? Um, if you're planning on uh, having a spouse at some point, having children at some point, it's easier for you to get life insurance in a higher, uh, 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 a higher rate um, uh, of death insurance when you're younger than it is, it's easier for you in your 20s than it is for you in your 50s. So these are the things that you're developing yourself and you're growing and realizing in your earning years, what's going to be most important for you is like taking care of yourself earlier than later. So instead of buying Yeezys, right, for $500, $600 a clip, you might have paid term life insurance for 40 years at $600 a year in your 20s. Oh, These are the things that are going to help along the way that in the, because we're not going to be here forever, is putting all of things in place for generations to come. And once again, the question that you just asked me about college, you know, colleges of the people. So you have to be able to 
understand how to decipher through information and know how to move things forward and, and connect yourself with people who are going to help you in uh-huh. deciphering life, right? Because the problem is that happens with, 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 with minorities is that we're all one-offs, right? Like you make it, would you make it and no one ever taught you. <laughs> so you're really living on means on a curve. So you get cash or you get a windfall, but you don't have any discipline on money. So everything sounds good. You're investing, you're doing this, you're doing that, but you don't understand. And ideally, you know, um, it's not the, it's, it's not the best circumstance to be in and you're late. Right. So if, if you've only finding out about money in your forties or fifties, then, you know, you're at the back end of your life and it's not that it's over. But, you know, you have to be more conservative in the things that you do as opposed to taking the risk that you might have in an earlier state in your life. Oh, that was a lot to unpack there, brother. <laughs> Appreciate your thoughts on that. I'll take some uh, key, key, uh, key takeaways from that. Where you mentioned as far as I, I used to think that myself that wealth was about money, how much money it has. And now the older I get, I realize it's actually that's not true. So when you mentioned now wealth is about health, conversation, the people in your life. That's that is so true to that. And then also you mentioned about the the conversations, you know, like having uh, life insurance, health insurance. Those are things that we don't think about, you know. So as we get older, where you mentioned too, as far as it actually does get more expensive because you didn't take advantage of it in your younger years. So now let's say 40, 50 years, you're discovering money. Like you said, it's not too late, but it's going to cost it a little bit more. more. So wealth can't just, and once again, wealth just can't be about money because right. life is going to end. You got to think about it. As all, if all you have is money, then you know, what kind of life do you really have? Think about it. If, if Steve Jobs could have took everything for one more day and gave all his money up, what do you think he would have done? Yeah, he would have. He would have gave all his money up for one more day, right? So, so it just goes to show you once again, wealth has to be more than money. Wealth has to be how you live your life and how rich your life is, interacting with other people, family, friends, and making sure that your mind is strong. So true. (laughs) Yes. So that was uh, that. That's. I guess that's like when you're younger, you don't think of that, but the older you get, you start to see these. And what you're saying is is something I actually even now starting to see and look at and saying, okay, you know what? It's like you say, it's not about the money. It's about how you feel in your in 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 and I like how you mentioned too about um, when passing like that information and how the kids because it's not just about you. It's about the ones that are coming behind you too. So that was interesting. You you said that too. So, brother Tom, uh, Benny, I do appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming on to the podcast and sharing and your story with us and sharing your thoughts on generational wealth. I hope anybody that listens to this podcast they can be able to take away some key points there 
of what you talked about, what you said, and hopefully they can be able to turn that into actionable steps. Now, are you a, are you an avid reader? Are you, do you, are you a big time reader? Because one question I like to ask people, is there any books that you recommend um, that they, maybe they've been reading lately? Is there anything you recommend if you're an avid reader? Um, today's CEO. Great, great. And then also, is there anything that you would like to leave whoever's listening to this podcast that you like to leave with that, you know, maybe it's a quote or anything like that? I think what's most important for everyone for me is, um, you know, thanking you for your time and your audience um, for listening. Uh, you can reach me on my socials at Benny Pugh on all platforms, as well as, um, you know, I look forward to, you know, the best of what's to come. Uh, and I wake up every day thinking about, you know, the day that I am not so much about tomorrow, because this is the time that's been given to me. Right. right? Plan into the future, back into the future, but live the life today. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Benny. And now until then, Love you guys. Appreciate anybody that's taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I appreciate you, Benny. Until next time, see you next week.